0: salutations and welcome to the 10th episode of the in the house podcast i am your host evan floyd i am back after a one week sabbatical i did finish the novel it is fantastic it is fantastic you'll all enjoy it uh uh, especially the parts that are uh, Twilight with Ghosts. Twilight with Ghosts. So dude. it's really, really good. Look we've, for it in a bookstore near you. We weren't
1: hating on it.
0: We've no. It is what
1: it is. How could That's you? It's the moneymaker.
0: It's maybe, I mean, I'm figuring at least the Pulitzer, but at least. beyond that, I really don't know. Uh, Best sellers list. Yeah. For in sure. my future. Yeah. No, uh, I, I did take a week off for a family vacation. It was delightful. I've come back rejuvenated, rested, and ready to uh, host the In the House podcast and cheer on our boys in purple. Uh, I was thankful that uh, the show was in such capable hands in my absence.
1: Capable is not the word out.
0: I thought that uh, the O'Connell family and the Frederick family both did a uh, a yeoman's job of hosting the show.
1: It, mostly our wives. Our wives are great.
0: And I am, of course, thrilled to be joined as always. This time, coming to you live from a farmers
1: market in Bulgaria. Andy Frederick. Thank you, Andy. Welcome. Thank you. You know what's what's good? Ooh, I, I don't know what's good if in a Bulgarian Bulgaria, farmers market. If you're ever in Bulgaria, get some kebabcha. 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 Okay. It's like kebab. But at a chub at the end of and it. it.
0: And it is it's, especially it's, fruity? What are we talking no, about? No,
1: it's basically fried pork and chicken Okay, together. And the, the only place to get that is in Bulgaria. Well, you know, unless you're uncivilized.
0: <laughs> and everybody knows that I am,
1: so that's fine. Well, then, you know, go get some Oscar Meyer. you know.
0: Andy and I will be uh, previewing our game against Indy 11 this weekend. We will also be reviewing the game against Bethlehem Steel. Yeah. And we will be joined tonight by a very special guest. We're extremely (laughs) excited to have former United States men's national team player and current ridiculous pundit, Alexi Lawless, on the program tonight. And, no? No. No, No, Alexi can't make it. We've just gotten news that he won't be able to make it into uh, Andy's study tonight.
1: We called... um... He didn't... The sad thing is that they didn't really lie to us. Like, they didn't I say gave you things. Like, they just said no.
0: I gave you one job to do in my absence. And it wasn't even to host last week's podcast. In fact, I specifically told you not to record That's a true. podcast while I was gone. That's true, but... I asked you to get us Alexi Lawless. What yeah, happened? Yeah,
1: he... Uh, 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 he's, I don't know. Ele- he's, he's, he's difficult. He's busy? <laughs> he's not, though. It's, it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, it's I, not a tough life. That's the that's the the rub of this. Is that show he's up for, not busy.
0: Show up for three hours twice a week to talk about soccer. He's
1: not be, he showed up in person at my door to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you showed up here, you can show up for the He's Like no, I just want you to know. I I did think belatedly that this might
0: have been a really good week for us to reach out to random celebrities who were coming into town for derby. Yeah, just to be like. I wonder if any of the, you know...
1: What if Joey Fatone was a huge Louisville City Or even just a USL fan.
0: He just loves soccer, wanted to come on the podcast and congratulate the boys in purple on their great season. Yeah. Uh, you know, we maybe could have gotten former NFL players. We could have gotten uh, local celebrities. Oh man,
1: Aaron Rodgers comes into town all the time mm-hmm. from
0: That's so true. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Rob Gronkowski climbing yeah, the, the pole outside of Silver Dollar.
1: The Gronk, man.
0: We-, we could have, we could have convinced one of these people so, to come dude, on. Dude, that Gronk
1: would have been all for it. He like, would have been a blast. Get him drunk enough, like, yeah, I'll do a podcast. I don't sure,
0: <laughs> but. I thought of that belatedly. I didn't actually request any celebrities to come on the podcast. In fact, this will be, for the first time since our inaugural podcast, because we're 10 in,
1: Yeah,
0: it's time for the world to get to know me a little bit. It is time. And so, uh, rather than have a guest, which I'm now claiming was on purpose, but was really because it's Derby Week and everybody is very busy. Yeah. Uh, But no, this week Andy will be interviewing me later in the podcast, because while I talk quite a bit... I have been reasonably, for me, reasonably good about not droning on about
1: myself. That's very true. So uh, I've been very impressed, and frankly, I think it's a good. Uh, you know, we're this is our tenth show. Yeah, it's the the only show that we haven't had a guest is this one mm-hmm. and the first one. So mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect. Like you know, what we we started. Then we had guests, 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 guests. We had great. We've had. We've amazing had some
0: wonderful guests. guests.
1: Amazing guests.
0: guys from the team, guys great. from the media. This it's been a, great. This is the
1: tenth show. I think is a good opportunity to get back to roots. Yeah, like, back what? to things, What May, have we done?
0: Maybe we'll make this an every tenth show occurrence tenth where show. it's just you and me having yeah. some time. Yeah. Talking about things. Maybe not even soccer. You see Avengers
1: just stuff? Did I you did. go see Avengers? Yeah. And it
0: was a winner or a loser? I'm
1: telling. It was a winner. Only because of Peter Dinklage. No spoilers. That's not a spoiler. Oh, yeah. You can go on IMDb and see see that he's in it. All right.
0: Well, then no. But I'm saying let's let's go spoiler free spoiler and be courteous free. to our audience. But uh, I also saw it. Loved spoiler it. Spoiler
1: free. I loved it. it Except good, this one. Thanos joins the Avengers,
0: which is uh, was a shocker to everybody. It was a
1: turn. It was a strange turn. I was shocked. It was his turn. Uh
0: no, I, I thought that they did as well as they possibly could have with how much they had to do. I was pleased with it, so we'll leave it at that. But it, we can talk about anything because you know yeah. there's nobody here to keep us in check.
1: Yeah, except us. There's no there's no guests to look at us disapprovingly.
0: No, but the more we talk about that, the more I'm beginning to disapprove, and so I think it's time to toss a coin. Yeah, but I'm fine with it. I think it's time to toss a oh, coin, okay. and I. Because yeah, I was gone for a week, and because this week I am the guest, I am for the you first time going to toss the coin. And I have lost count, and I don't have the sheet in front of me, so hopefully... The sheet
1: is at the O'Connell's. The the sheet of honesty? The sheet of honesty is at the O'Connell's, but it's fine because I remember... Alright, well we're going to... Yeah, just update me after the coin okay. toss. Here okay. we go, okay.
0: and away we go. That's a tails. Tails. That's tails. Tails. So where are we at, Andy? It's five and five. Five to five. 50-50. It is almost like the laws of probability yeah, are in effect. The law
1: of averages. It turns out it's true.
0: It, you don't even have to get that high of a number. All right. Five to five. And we have flipped to tails. And tails, as we all know, means that we will begin with a game review. Review. We are going to be discussing the 3-1 victory that uh, LCFC pulled down over Bethlehem Steel Uh,
1: Unsurprisingly
0: A week ago Saturday
1: Unsurprisingly, frankly
0: I thought that, uh, obviously, always great to come away with three points Getting a win is is enormous Uh, I was pleased that we scored early and
1: often, which was great Yeah, Uh, three points in the first... 23 20 goals in yeah.
0: 22 minutes. So that was uh, that was useful. Uh, shortly thereafter, Paco came out of the game uh, with an apparent injury. Uh, I was just listening to Coach O'Connor's show where he said uh, that no no official news yet. He was going in for a scan to take a look at a lower body injury. Uh, so no official news on that. But when he came out of the game, it was. Uh, the entire tenor of the game changed. Now, part, oh, yeah. of that, part of that is, I think, just having a three-goal lead. That's going to change the way you play in general. Yes. And that's fine. Uh, part of that also was him coming out of the game. Uh, we already were down Pat McMahon. We were already down Sean Francis. And that meant... And Alexei He was already in the game. And that meant that... Uh, we had to pull Kyle Smith back from yeah. playing out on the wing and put him back into a defending role, and he plays well there. Yeah. I thought the entire back line played fine. Uh, it wasn't quite the same Sterling level we had yeah, seen. Yeah, Tosh wasn't. was a madman though. He was all no, over the he place. He he played a great game. Yeah, he was a bruiser. I thought that a couple of tackles that he made were were you know textbook, and that. His side of the field basically got shut down, and Alexi played fine in the in, in, in as the central defender. You can tell there's some communication stuff well, that yeah. needs to be
1: ironed out. Yeah,
0: there are growing pains that are always going to happen when you've got a a new back line of yeah. any kind, and B when you're playing a fresh rookie. Yeah,
1: well, and there was you know there was one there was one. Instance specifically where Greg had some stuff to say.
0: Yeah, he wasn't thrilled. He wasn't. Was it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but raw talent like, yeah. is there. Oh, absolutely. There's no question
0: about it. I feel completely confident about him shutting down a striker. Oh yeah. I don't feel as confident about him starting the attack. Uh, he didn't seem to move the ball up to Paolo and Speedy, quite the same speed, quite the same angle, quite the same anything is what we get, Was uh, what we've come to expect from Paco and Sean. Yeah. But didn't play badly. No. Uh, again, no. we gave up the goal, sure, but that goal that we gave up was another, it was just another clean, nice strike. I didn't feel like anybody fell down on the play, mm-hmm. ruined the play. Uh, caused the problem, it was, you know, every now and then your guys are going to get to take shots from there. Yeah. And if they happen to put it in, you tip your cap. But we don't give a lot of opportunities, Mm -hmm. and so if they're going to convert occasionally, you know, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah.
0: But I thought that the goals that we scored early were – Cam was a dynamo. Yeah. Cameron Lancaster put on a show of clinical finishing. He didn't get – The rifle shot that we sometimes see from him. But he didn't need to. No. His placement was ideal. Yeah. Uh, His body positioning was so good. Oh, my God. Where he put himself to have the two shots that he took was picture perfect.
1: Yeah. And I think that speaks more to how good he is. Oh, yeah. He didn't have to. he He never put himself in a position where he was like, I have to rip this and hope for the best. Right. No. He was like, I need to be here. It's
0: gonna go in, and it did twice. Uh, that those two goals, or I'm not sure if Andy knows this. I'm gonna teach him a new terminology here tonight. Uh-oh. When you score two goals in soccer, yeah. that's called a brace. A brace. Well, so a lame term. Hey, something awesome. Cameron Lancaster scored himself a brace.
1: Yeah, it's a lame term for. But
0: in the soccer world, it is so accepted. I, I I do not know the etymology. But I can tell you that in the soccer world it is such an accepted and common term that it carries coolness with it because it means you've scored two goals. So in the soccer world you say you got a brace and the world is gonna know that you were a bad man. That I'm gonna day. start
1: calling it a lightning. A lightning? A lightning.
0: So Cameron Lancaster scored a lightning.
1: So Cameron Lancaster scored a lightning.
0: A forked lightning, if you will. I like that two. better, because that makes it
1: technical. Yeah.
0: Forked lightning. A forked lightning. Perfect. That's that's teamwork right there. Right? All right, all right we're going to make this catch on. Forked lightning. Forked lightning. He scored a forked lightning, got his two goals, and earned player uh, Team of the Week honors in the USL oh, yeah. for it, as he should have, because he scored two goals and really had a, for the first 40 minutes, he was electric up front.
1: That was insane.
0: Uh, but it takes away from the fact that I really thought that the player of the match, if it wasn't Sean Tosh... Was Ilya Illich? I thought Illich had an amazingly good game yeah. and thrust into a basically new position for him over the last two games. Yeah. Instead of playing as the lone striker replacement, which he has been for his entire te- t- tenure with the team, mm-hmm. they've been playing him as sort of a false nine, uh, playing him as the connecting midfielder, and it's been a—he's been a revelation. I did mm-hmm. not know that he had that kind of technical skill. I did not know that he had that kind of vision for uh, making a plan and executing it. He created a lot of space, he created a lot of opportunities, and was rightly rewarded with a goal yeah. uh, that came on a nice cross from Kyle Smith after George Davis with the highlight nutmeg on oh, the man. poor, hapless, hapless defender. Poor guy. Uh, George Davis made him look foolish. Got it into Smith. Smith whipped it across, and there comes uh, Ilyich's goal. Mm-hmm. He did a nice job of getting to the ball. It was a little out in front of him. It had to slide to get there. Uh, put it home right in front of Scouse's house. All three goals this week in front of Scouse's yeah. house. Got us off the schneid. Yeah. And uh, well, Frankly, it wouldn't
1: surprise me if Coach knew that, though.
0: That he was like, we're going to come he's out strong,
1: right? Ilyich, he's got something. You've got something going. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Well. I mean, Bethlehem. we're we're in the situation. Sure. Let's see. Let's, let's see if you can get Scouse's house what on this the board. Does. This does. No,
0: I I mean, obviously they've been practicing with him in that slot. Uh, it's been such a change. We're used to seeing Nile there.
1: Yeah. We're
0: used to seeing Magnus play in that slot quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and you like seeing Ownby get to play in that slot, oh, yeah. which I I still have a hunch that once he's healthy, he'll be in that general vicinity, I' it once we get to purple stuff we've got some comments about the injuries so I don't want to go into that right now. but I thought that the team played as well as we could have possibly expected with the amount of injuries and substitutions we were yeah. required to deal with.
1: Yeah uh, Greg has seemed less than pleased. he has as of late. Well, like been, the last two... we've given up a couple of goals. Yeah, but I mean even there have been games when he's when we've given up goals but he's still like turned around and applauded to sure. his house. He like, was cranky. He was he was visibly upset about and it seems like he was upset about, upset about something specific.
0: Sure. And you know, we could speculate as to what that oh, might have yeah. been, but I mean, for all we know, somebody stole his waffle in the locker room and that made him <laughs> cranky. The thing that makes me a little concerned is uh, that he's been flexing that hip a lot. Yeah. He, he flexes the hip more than even he was in the first couple of cold games. And you usually think that in the cold games, maybe it's hard to get loose when you've had an injury, yeah. injury in the past, but Absolutely. he's been flexing that hip a lot. Yeah. Just sort of kicking it out to the side like a dance move, but uh, not dancing. And so I think it's something to keep an eye on. I hope that everything's healthy and that uh, his mood improves with a clean sheet going forward.
1: Maybe he misses his high pony. Maybe
0: he does miss the high pony. Maybe every, the fade is good, but the pony. Every
1: game he's like, you know, this haircut's good, but man, I miss having the
0: high pony. I do. Yeah, I do. But uh, I thought... That the subs that came on, obviously we had to sub in Magnus when yeah. when Paco came out. Uh, I thought that Ownby injected some immediate energy as he usually does, but that the offense wasn't really clicking. We had a two goal lead for most of the for most of the game, yeah. and that two goal lead I really felt like we weren't parking the bus. We weren't just you know falling into a Bob Lilly trap defense. Right. Right. But we definitely weren't pushing the ball the way we can, the way we have. Uh, both Ownby and Spencer created some chances on the break uh, when Spencer came on. Yeah. And I thought that either one of them wouldn't have shocked me if either one of them had come away with a goal. But, you know, there's still... When you're only getting chances on the break, I think that's where coming back from injuries is harder. Yeah. There's a little bit of rust. You've got to be pinpoint when yeah. you are uh, on the break instead yeah. of having a bunch of build-up chances. Yeah.
1: And I still feel like... We're not. It's it's been like a slow progression for our offense. Like mm-hmm. it's been a slow, like a little more what we were used to sure. from us. You know what I mean? And I going into this, going into the match against Bethlehem Steel, I was like, this is the game. And we had always, and like all of us had said, like this is the game. This yep. is the game. If any team warrants it, it's Bethlehem Steel. Sure, like fucking attack, him. freaking attack <clears> them. <throat> That is the official first F-bomb
0: on the uh, Scouse's House podcast, and we're not not sorry, but uh, we will endeavor not to do that in case any children are listening. Children, remember that that should only be used in moments of real excitement when you're talking about goals. In
1: adulthood.
0: Goals. So adulthood.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I did it. Uh, I'm it, glad. You broke I, the seal. Broke. We, yeah, we dude, were always happens. eventually going to do it. It something. We're
0: grown men talking about a game drinking bourbon. You know, we were yeah, always... It, it was like, always going to happen. It was going
1: to happen. But, so, but, yeah, I mean, I think that we were more aggressive than we have been, obviously, but... That s- first half hour. Yes. Yeah. I just want them to continue that.
0: Sure. And the, this is... I heard uh, on the... the Cooper's podcast on Barrel Proof which is excellent if you don't listen to it please you go do yeah. but if you don't listen to that and you listen to us I'm sort of shocked by that mm-hmm. um, uh, on their podcast they talked about uh, nope it's gone whatever it was I was going to say oh. is co- I, I, I hedged it too much and then it uh, disappeared this is what happens when we don't have a guest I know <laughs> this is a, I credited the this Coopers is, with their podcast and then forgot oh, no. what they actually said
1: That this is this is what happens. This is the most raw. This is what this is what it is. It's the most raw version of our podcast.
0: It is. This is it distilled down to its essence. Yeah. And what do
1: I think is charming?
0: Ah, uh, well, here's hoping. <laughs> uh, dare to dream. Dare to dream. Uh, now it's it's all Oh, no, this is what I remember
1: now that okay. they talked about. there it is.
0: Was that it's nitpicking, and it's weird to nitpick about a 3-1 victory when we yeah. haven't lost yet. But, I mean, it's part of being a fan is, I mean, if we were winning every single game 8 to nothing, then maybe we would be, you know, But then all you're doing is you'd be complaining about the crowd size, or you'd be complaining right. about the USL, right. or you'd be complaining about something. And there's, the team's playing so well, and they are clearly the cream of the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And it's exciting. But I think that if you listen to Coach O'Connor's interviews, you can tell that all he cares about is constant improvement. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about what happened in the last game, except in how we can use that to improve for the next game. Right. And I think that that is much the same with podcasting. It's not that we are trying to improve, because this is as good as we're ever going to be. No, this is it. This is the, This is our apex. This, this is it. the prime. But, no... It, in that we also are looking for just consistent points of improvement from the team and that there's always something to work on. And so while we may be like, well, I didn't think the attack was perfect or I'd like to see a score in more goals or man, Greg seemed cranky and we've allowed three in the last three weeks. All of that is true, but it's also, man, we're in first place by two points with a game in hand on second place and we, we're playing really good soccer. We haven't yeah. lost since freaking September. It's you insane. know we're good. Yeah, forcing we're the tree very, very, it's like, very good.
1: These are good problems to have. Like, but
0: there's always something to talk about in terms of improvement. And uh, I think that Coach O'Connor would agree. And you can tell he really uh, sends that message down through the team because when you hear the players interview, I remember I just heard I listened to the Tosh Talk, mm. which you can find on Uh or Louisville I really don't know the actual thing. It's on i I've got a bookmark. City Alright, Louisville yeah. Uh the Tosh Talks or Talks with Tosh, that's what it was called. Uh, he uh, he's got Coach Speak Down. Like it just sounded like Coach O'Connor was talking through him, saying, We really believe in each other, we're always trying to improve, we're trying to get better, we think there's room for improvement, you know. None of these guys are resting on their laurels, and that's why we as podcast hosts also are not resting on their laurels. We could get on here and talk for an hour about, man, it was awesome, we won again! And it is awesome, and yeah. we did win again. We did. But there's stuff, there's things we can improve yeah. on. And hopefully we improve on them for our game against Indy 11, which is this coming Saturday.
1: Saturday at noon, need to go?
0: Noon. Alright, let's 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 have some real talk here. hmm I don't want to infringe on another, on our banter for tonight, but it's Derby Day. (laughs) It is Saturday is the Kentucky Dang Derby. I'm going. I'm going to the game. I'm going to Indy. I'm going to go check out our boys. The game's at noon. Yeah. The game ought to be completely over. I know I've parked at Lucas Oil Stadium many times. I know where to park, how to get in, how to get out. Uh... I'm expecting to be able to get there, watch the game, and be back on the road home by 2.10. Yeah. Which puts me back in Louisville at 4. The race won't be until, what, 6? Yeah. 5.30 or 6? 5.36. Yeah. I'll be able to be to the party at your house. Yeah. And everybody is welcome. If you know where Andy lives, yeah, come, come on. to the party. Yeah, On Saturday, Derby Day. If you're not going to the game, you, if you are going to the that's game.
1: The, that's the open challenge. If you know where my wife and I live...
0: Come to their party. Come on. I'm not sure that they mentioned it, but it was his wife's birthday yesterday. Yeah, it's
1: her 26th birthday.
0: 26. Very
1: nice. What? It is. <laughs> 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 and she doesn't look a day over 23,
0: Frank. No, she doesn't. Uh, but, no, it was her birthday, and so they throw a birthday slash derby slash Cinco de Mayo yeah, bash.
1: It's, it's. it's uh, if you know my wife, you know her name is Stephanie. It's Stephanie's uh, Cinco de Birth Derby.
0: Cinco de Birth Derby.
1: Yeah.
0: I like it. And so if you know where Andy lives,
1: stop by. Yeah, come on.
0: Celebrate. And hopefully we're celebrating a uh, Louisville City win over Indy 11. So we're going. And. I'm excited about it because I think Lucas Oil Stadium, if they do it right, could be a really fun place to watch a game. Yeah, I mean that's a sixty thousand person stadium. They have been putting in like twelve to fifteen thousand per game, which is really great crowd in the yeah. USL. And I'm hopeful that we'll we'll still travel okay. That there's not so much crossover between derby goers. And soccer fans that just nobody makes the trip. I know that there are a number of Scouse's House fans uh, members who are also making the trip up there. Shouts to Kevin, but uh, we will uh, we'll be going. And what I'm expecting to see is I've actually had to change what I was expecting to see in the last 20 minutes. As we are speaking right now, you, uh, Cincinnati and FC Cincinnati are playing. And the last update that I had was that it was three to, three to two. Cincinnati over Indy 11. Three goals that Cincinnati have scored is more goals than Indy 11 had given up in all five of their previous games. They have been playing some really good defense. They haven't been allowing goal scoring, but if Cincy can hang three on them, I was I was going to predict that it was going to be a low-scoring game that we'd be happy to walk out of there one nothing 2-1, yeah. even 1-1, you know, that we'd be okay with walking out like that. But if Cincy can hang a three spot on them, I feel like we can hang a three or a four. So, I'm suddenly more excited about the prospects of scoring. Uh, I know that their keeper... 3-2. Still 3-2. Yep. I know that their keeper, Owen Fawn Williams, has had a really nice season for them uh, up until tonight. I haven't watched any of the games, so I don't know if he's allowed some howlers or whatever, it looked like one of the goals was scored on a penalty. So, you know, what's a keeper to do? It's, it's, you know, it's 70% chance it's going in. You know, what are you going to do? But uh, I know that he's played well uh, and that we should expect him to continue to play well. They are a team that drops back into defense and is happy to play on the counterattack. They are a team that relies on uh, their playmaker... McInerney mm-hmm. up front. He's created the majority of their chances and uh, scored, I believe, three of their goals coming into today. That don't quote me on that. That this is all going off of research I did two days ago. No, but That's an exact quote. Okay, and uh, it's a it's a fine team. They're an and they came over to us from the NASL. Yeah. They uh, didn't play in our league last year. They played in the North American Soccer League, which is now. In limbo slash defunct, Who knows. The, the legal battles continue. Ugh, uh, I don't care. They, they, they made the right choice. They jumped over to a much more stable league. And uh, I think that Indy 11 can have a nice partnership with the USL. And I think that starts with, you know, this year. And uh, they've played fine. The majority of their actual players did not come back. They didn't bring back. They, really? they, they gutted their team and started over. Uh, I, I don't have figures in front of me, so I don't know if there were a couple of guys who ended up re-signing, but I remember that at one point they were very short on players because they hadn't huh. signed enough guys to play yet. Why? Uh, no, I don't have an explanation for that. Maybe they didn't know they were going to come to the USL and they thought they might go under for a year. Okay. Maybe uh, you know some of their players thought that they were going to go under and so bolted early. I really I don't have a reason for that, but I know mm-hmm. that it is a basically newly assembled team. Okay. And... When I say I know that, what I'm saying is is that I
1: believe that.
0: <laughs> but it's just a... Just
1: making blankets. I am set, really yeah. just
0: making stuff up and hoping that it's mostly right. And now I, I remember hearing that they hadn't really signed much of okay. Uh The players that they have signed are... I mean, it's sort of the Cincinnati model. They signed some good players, yeah. some cast-offs from the MLS, yeah. and some... Uh, some guys who had made noise in some of the lower leagues, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a good group of guys. The question is, as it is always with Cincinnati, how does this group gel, uh, and how do they play? Their coach has been consistent, and he is good. He's a good coach. He's had a lot of success uh, overseas. Okay. And also uh, some success in, in uh, the NASL. So I'm curious to see. How they play against us. Uh, because while in the game previews, I usually try to focus on what I think the other team will be doing.
1: Right.
0: For this particular game, I care more about what our guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm more curious to see how we use the extra space because they'll play on a much bigger field than we do. Yeah. And I always think that our boys play great on the bigger fields and that actually Slugger hinders what we really are trying to do by being so narrow. Yeah. Uh, But I also usually think that with a great deal of team speed, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Ownby's still not 100% fit. Uh, Ballard won't be playing. He's still out with a stress fracture. Uh, You know, that's two of our faster guys right there. Sean Francis has shown us a lot of speed, and, you know, he hasn't played in two weeks. I think it's probably hard to imagine he'll be playing. So some of the real speed that we bring to bear we may not have to bring to bear on this yeah. wider field, and obviously, with the, such a dearth of subs, these guys—I mean—we're going to be playing the same. We're gonna be running out the same lineup, yeah. and that same lineup has played most of the games, and they're probably
1: starting to get a little bit, you know, fatigued.
0: We haven't gotten into the stretch of the season where we have midweek games or USL Cup game. I mean, uh, US Open Cup matches. Right. That stuff hasn't happened yet, so. Hopefully the guys are able to keep their legs under them one week at a time. But we're coming up on the part of the season where you're going to have to be playing some midweek games, and that's going to really tax us. Yeah. So I'm more curious to see how we can use our space. I'll uh, be interested to see if Ilya continues to impress me the way he has in that build-up role. Yeah. And hopefully Cameron just stays on a lights-out goals form. because God, He's been scoring. Just scoring, he's man. He's been on uh I believe they said that he moved into second place on the all-time goal scoring wow. list for US or for Louisville City uh with his goals last week. First place held by Matt Fondi and uh, second place I believe was Chandler Hoffman and uh. now and now it's he's been passed by Cameron Lancaster. And so uh that was nice. Unfortunately, Nile Carrying a few uh, knocks, a couple of injuries, yeah. did not get on the field, and so despite so he couldn't. No,
1: man, I was so proud of myself. So proud of myself. Tell us why you were proud, proud of me. doing that. Guy. So Niall McCabe was supposed to be that. That was supposed to be his 76th appearance. Yes, for Louisville City, which would have made him the all-time leader in appearances. In appearances for Louisville City. Sure. Leading up to it, the the week leading up to that game, that's what it was. And then game day, nope. No dice. No dice. So, all 20 minutes of work that I put in to find that or out. To find out that he was going <laughs> to set that record?
0: Just wasted. I've been doing some thinking about this since then and I did not research this because it's Derby Week and there's stuff going on. Yeah. I didn't research it, but I I've, I've been thinking about that. I wonder who holds the current record. Because I would have thought if you had if you had just asked me, "Hey, who's played in the most games?" I would have probably said somebody like I don't know. Uh I probably would have guessed Scotty Goodwin. I would have guessed, no. uh, but that was like a year and a half, right? Or no, yeah. Uh, I would have guessed maybe. I mean, I, I legitimately don't know who I would have guessed. Uh, Nile, I'm surprised he doesn't currently have the record because he's been with us the whole way. Yeah, and who else has been with us the entire time? Uh, I mean, you're talking Greg, but he's not going to catch or pass Greg for yeah. games played. I mean, if Greg wasn't already ahead of him. Uh, Greg's been with us from the beginning I feel like Kyle has been with us from the beginning And I yeah. wouldn't have been surprised if he was the current All-time appearances leader uh, I think that, But again He's not coming out of the game So how's Nile supposed to catch him It would have to be somebody who's either left or injured Yeah. Uh, by process of elimination I'm not coming up with anything
1: Not Paco
0: No now, again, it would have to be somebody who's gone. Otherwise, yeah. how, how's Niall going to catch him? And to have the players that left, I don't think Aiden Quinn played in enough games for us. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know Kadeem didn't play in enough mm-hmm. games for us. Speedy? Uh, but, again, still with us. So, yeah. And he'll be playing. So, And Speedy was only... Last year was Speedy's first year with the team.
1: Oh, I, right. I would have believed
0: you if you'd said Paolo... Because I know he played a couple of games. I don't remember if it was the first year or the second year when he started breaking into the lineup. Uh, Maybe it was Tarek Morad?
1: Tarek Morad might not be a terrible guess here. I'd be curious to find out. I would be too. I'll have to look that up. Our loyal listeners. If anybody knows. Please
0: post a comment on Twitter or on Facebook about who the current... The current all time um, appearances yeah. leader is and who not who the person that Niall is about to pass. Man. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. I'm a little frustrated that I don't know that. I feel like that's the sort of thing I should that is know.
1: Exactly the type of thing you should know.
0: But I don't I'm disappointed in you. I think you should be proud of me for being willing to admit that I
1: don't know. I am proud of you for admitting that fault yeah. in in what is normally your thing. Yeah. I'm proud of you for that cuz I could have just shown up and been like the all-time leader in appearances. I would never have known. Ah, yeah, it I was, would
0: never have like. You know. it was Aiden Quinn. Duh. And you'd have been like, "Oh, interesting." But and maybe it is Aiden Quinn, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I am proud of you for, for admitting it. It's
0: it's three tough words for me to say, "I don't know." But I don't. Well, uh, you got a prediction for the game? What are you thinking?
1: Coming off a loss. So what does that make? Well, did
0: they officially lose? Was the game over? So it was a 3-2 loss. 3-2 loss.
1: So what does that make their record?
0: That gives them... Well, they had 12 points coming into the game on five games. So now they have 12 points in six games. So that would give them probably three wins and three ties. Three wins and three ties.
1: I'm and saying, two losses.
0: I'm saying 2-1. Two, two oh no, they didn't have 12 points. They had 10
1: points coming into the game. But, all right. Then I'm saying 3-1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those extra two points. Swing it does. Center. It makes a you. difference. You're saying 2-1. Who gets
1: the goals? I'm saying 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Who gets the goals? I think we'll at least see one out of Cameron. All right. I think he's gonna continue the streak. The the hot streak continues. Um I wouldn't be horribly surprised if somebody like uh somebody like Tosh popped one in there. Okay, maybe on a corner. Just yeah. 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 Um I like it. Who else? Yeah. I I've, think I think we're gonna I've, I've got this.
0: Yeah. It's a two nothing victory okay. for our boys. Two nothing. Two nothing. I agree, Cameron continues the hot streak, scores a goal. I think Speedy Williams gets a goal this week. I think it's Speedy's week. In both of the last two weeks, the ball has fallen to him at the top of the 18-yard box yep. with nothing but the keeper between him and the goal. And both times, he has hit the ball with his instep like he was passing the ball, and the keeper has had no trouble taking either one of those, right. one of those away from him. I think the same thing happens in this game, but he comes through it with the laces and strokes one, and puts in a goal. I think that he's kicking himself over those two opportunities, and he knows, man, why? Why didn't I just crank it? It was right there. I think he cranks one this week and gets the goal. Two nothing. Good guys. Cameron, Speedy. That'll be
1: exciting. I agree. That would be very exciting. I would love it.
0: I, I would be coming back to the uh,
1: Cinco de Birth Derby party very happy. Exciting for Cameron because it would just be awesome to see him continue. Yeah. Oh my god, Cameron, what? What?"
0: Well, and now he's only like two goals back in the golden boot race to try to win, to have the most goals in the league. And we had Fondy win it for us Mm -hmm. the first year. Obviously, he set the record. And then the second year, Cameron was really, or Chandler was very involved in that race. Like, I I, I think he ended up second that year, but he put in like 16 or 17 goals. I'd love to see uh, Cameron get involved in that this year and have, uh, or frankly, I'd love to see anybody, but uh, it's sometimes fun. We talked earlier in the year about how nice it is to divide the goals out amongst the different players and how everybody can score at any given time, and that's
1: that's great.
0: Yeah. It's valuable. It's also fun to be like, oh, man, when Cameron gets the ball, look out. And that was the way you felt, all the time oh, yeah. with Fondy. All the time. And it was a fun feeling. Yeah. I still feel like any of the guys can score, but when it comes to when it comes to uh, our boy Lancaster right around the corner mm-hmm. th- at the eighteen yard box and he dips in whew, right now I'm starting to get that warm feeling like, oh yeah, he's probably gonna get one here.
1: I'm still waiting for that miraculous beautiful, perfect corner.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm still waiting. I think some of that will be coming once Luke gets fully healthy and back out on the field. Yeah. Not because he takes the corners, but because he can make a corner look like that. When Oscar whips one in from either side, or I believe that they're having Sean Francis take some of the corners right in the air. When those guys whip one in, having a target like him to be able to go a foot and a half over everybody else, it just makes it ooh, it gets you going. Yeah. And right now, our tallest players are out. There's no Luke. No. Nope. Uh, although he is clearly coming back to some extent, he played in the last game. Yeah, Hopefully. what's going
1: on Paco. And
0: Paco's. I mean, even if he's not hurt, I have a hard time imagining it. hurt. Hurt. I have a hard time imagining him playing on Saturday. Right. If they are sending him in to get a scan today. They can't feel that good about him playing on Saturday. That's that's true. Because that means that they're worried that there's something on there that says yeah. he can't. And if you're worried to that extent, then you probably don't plan on playing him anyway. Uh, and those are really our two tallest field players. And uh, so, I mean, I'm not saying obviously Cameron scored the head ball that won the USL Cup for us last mm-hmm. year. It's not like none of these guys are capable of playing in the air. They completely are, and that's why I liked your Tosh guess. For a goal scorer this week, I'm just saying. But it's it's a different animal right now. Yeah. Okay, I think that covers our game preview and our game review. It was good. It was solid. I don't think it was in our top five, frankly. But I mean, it, it was solid. It was consistent. It was I didn't solid. do as much yeah. research as I like to. We got sidetracked a couple of times. Dude,
1: it's a busy week.
0: Man. It is. Everybody should just take everything we say and do this week with a grain of oh, it's man. derby we got
1: stuff to do. It's exhausting. It It really is.
0: We are desperate right now at my work to avoid working Saturday. Like, there's still the possibility that we'll have to work Saturday. Right. And so everybody in the plant is just killing themselves. And we've been having some uh, electrical computer problems Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you can just see everybody walking around with their teeth gnashing. Like, it's Derby! It's Derby! You will make this work right now! The IT guys are not popular at the moment.
1: What are they ever,
0: though? That's a fair question.
1: What are IT... Like, even when they're doing their job.
0: That already means that there was something wrong yeah. with their computer. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's the game review. There game review. We're going to move on now to our purple stuff. Purple. You got a glass? Yeah. You got a glass Let's of do. purple stuff there? We'll more uh, in there. Uh, well, cheers. Enjoy a little sippity sip. It tastes mint julepy. Yeah. Uh, Like a purple julep. Yeah. Which is now a drink that I just invented. What's in it? Purple stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mint julep. Made with a of, purple healthy dose yeah. of purple stuff. Of purple stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I like it. All I right. like mint
0: juleps. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a lily fan when it comes. Really, to the, I am. I like a delicious lily. It's here's the real reason. Now, if you were to just offer me either of those drinks in a day to day setting, I'd rather have a mint julep. But when I'm at Derby, mm. it's always so hot. Yeah. Or. I mean, even when it's not hot, it's still there's so much of a mash yeah. of humanity that it feels you're hot in your person,
1: right.
0: and uh, a lily is just more refreshing than a mint julep to me. See, I don't think so. Uh, to me, it is that that bourbon's so heavy in the uh, in the julep.
1: That's why you let it. That's why you let it simmer for a minute.
0: Well, <laughs> let it stew. let it stew in that. Yeah, the word Shoot, stew yeah. is what should indicate to you that it was already too hot. No, oh, but idiot. no, I like a lily at the derby. I like a lily. Sure. But, but not Bob Lilly because he is the coach of Pittsburgh, and we, don't, uh, no, yeah, no, no. All right, purple stuff. Here's the news and notes we want to cover for today. And, uh, first and foremost is we want to talk about injuries. We've been hinting at it, touching around it a little mm-hmm. bit, but let's let's really let's crank through this real quick on the injury report. We know that Ballard's hurt. We know that Paco is at least kind of hurt. We mm-hmm. know that Francis is kind of hurt. We know that uh, Nile is kind of hurt, yeah. and <clears throat> we uh, strongly suspect that Pat McMahon is still kind of hurt, and that is a big group. I just listed five guys, and the team is 20 guys. That's a big chunk. We play 10 field players at a time. You get three subs. That means basically we'll have one field player left on the bench, yeah. and positional scarcity is starting to be an issue. It's times like this that you really value the versatility of Kyle Smith, Yeah. that you really value the versatility of uh, George Davis, who's yeah. been playing in several different positions this year, um, and now, obviously, Ilya, being able to play both the striker and the attacking midfield position. <clears throat> it makes me worry about the health and well-being of Kyle and Oscar more than anything else, because I think that's where our uh, foundation will start to yeah. And also... Speedy and Paolo, because Kyle Smith is the only real backup for those guys that we know of. Now, maybe these guys are hiding skills that we don't even know about, right. and that there are players that are completely comfortable playing in two more positions than we've ever seen them play. Right. But maybe they're not, and uh, it's starting to feel a little tight. I want to start seeing guys coming back to the bench, yeah. not leaving the field. Yeah. <clears throat> Who? Wh- which injury are you most concerned about? Which one do you want to see I healthy soonest? Paco? Paco. Uh, He anchors that back
1: line. He really does. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the best way that I can put it is that a draw is better than a loss. Yeah. And Paco, so early in the season, had two very specific, just amazing, amazing plays. Yeah. right. I mean, he was there. And he's such a monster back there that, like, that's the one that's like, you know, even if we're not scoring goals. You can't right,
0: lose if you give up zero. Yeah. You can't lose if you don't concede, I believe that's the my old feeling. saying. That's my feeling on it. And uh, I agree. I think Paco, the, of the current health situations, I mean, we sort of knew what Ballard's was going to be yeah. for a while. We sort of knew what... Uh, it's been clear that McMahon's going to be uh, busted up for a little bit. I, I don't have much information on Sean Francis and what's going on there. Yeah, uh, he's I was... not playing. Uh, and Luke's come back to the fold, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And Ownby is starting to round back into form, which is nice. Uh, I just look forward to the day. I don't even know what day it'll be. Hope hopefully it's sooner rather than later, where we get our full team, yeah. fully healthy, fully available. Yeah. Because then Katie bar the door, man, yeah. it is. We've been running out there Skeleton Crews Now these are really good players I'm not trying to denigrate yeah, that And, and some, is, and yeah, some of these guys And most of these guys Will be starting anyway It's not like Right You know But Man the day We get to say Woo. You're getting Everybody at 100% Is a bad day For their opponents yeah. <laughs> They can't beat us You know With all these injuries What are they going to do When we get to choose Whoever's playing yeah. best From training that week Instead of just the warm bodies. They're going to have
1: a bad time. Yeah. It's going to be a bad
0: day for them. So we look forward to them coming back from injuries. Uh, the team is a little uh, not yeah. not completely forthcoming about these things. I don't know what the USL regulations are about how what you're required to announce versus what you can keep close to the vest. But our, our Coach O'Connor is not going to give anybody any advantages by saying, oh, yeah, he's not going to let Indy 11 know who's not no. playing. No, 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 no. He's not going to give them that preparation advantage.
1: So I mean, does is there some legality? Would you imagine there's some there legality are there? I know there like are they a can and can't say about what's going on with. I know there are in
0: the NFL. There are rules about that in the NFL, and there are rules about that in Major League Baseball, right. and there are rules about that in the NBA that you are required to say this person is out and they are out for indefinitely, right. or this person is doubtful for this week. Yeah, or this person is likely, right. probable, you're required to give some information. Right. I don't think the USL is requiring that of anybody yet. Because Coach O'Connor is mostly like, yeah, he's going to go and get looked at. We'll see. We're hopeful. You know. That might just be Coach
1: O'Connor, like, you
0: don't even know. Yeah. No. <laughs> Coach O'Connor hasn't spoken to him in seven days. He doesn't even know. No. I, don't that. I doubt that. I have a hunch that Coach O'Connor knows. He does. I have a co- hunch that Coach O'Connor knows what they had for breakfast this morning. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, so that's purple stuff number one. Purple stuff number two is the Pegasus Parade. Oh, Tomorrow yeah. night, part of uh, derby festivities, is the Pegasus Parade. Yeah. And our boys, our lads, will be the grand marshals of the
1: Pegasus Parade. Kind of a big deal.
0: I imagine they'll be showing off their USL Cup. Yeah. I imagine they'll be uh, hopefully, you know, not physically exerting themselves, and they all get to ride comfortably. Yeah, make them walk. Comfortably.
1: Yeah, let's keep
0: them. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep those boys fresh. You're not going to see guys out there in walking boots, you right. know. Right. So. Right on stilts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> entire team is on stilts. I hope they haven't put together a dance number of oh, some kind. Oh uh, No, but that's exciting. Uh, I've, I've gone to two of the last five. Pegasus Parades. And it's a parade. It's a parade. Man. They do their I best. Went, I went when I was
1: like 10. Did it mean something to you when you were little? When I was young, yeah. It was a big deal. And it's still a big deal. You know what I mean? It's just sure. when you live in Louisville your entire life, it's like... Yeah, Pegasus Parade. The Pegasus Parade. Much like
0: I don't know who won the uh, the riverboat race tonight. That was tonight. Man. It was. I don't know who won. It's fixed. It... <laughs> <laughs> it is fixed. I've had people tell me like they time. they decide who's going to win each they year. They decide who wins. Okay, before. and then uh, I don't know who yeah. won the bed races earlier this week because you know all this stuff is going on. So there's derby traditions, uh, but they're the, the guys have been involved in a lot of it. The team yeah. has been showing up for a lot of the different derby events, and uh, I like that yeah, because that's that's the kind of people who you might convince to come to a game. Yeah. The people who maybe didn't know it existed and get to or maybe had heard about it but forgotten about it, that L C F C was a thing. Yeah. Well, get out I, there.
1: I think it's also a way for them to to say, you know, hey, we understand what we are. And we're a part of this community. Like we we get that this is the little it's the Kentucky Derby. Like yeah. we get it. But this is a this is a thing. We understand and we want to be part of it. I like everything about that. Yeah. So yeah,
0: the guys if you are, are so inclined. Head on out to the Pegasus Parade downtown Louisville tomorrow mm-hmm. night, and tomorrow night is tonight when you're listening to this on Thursday. Yeah, uh, but uh, go on out have a have a look,
1: see, cheer on the guys, uh, whatever. Pegasus Parade. Yeah. All right. We 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 literally speak to people in the future, and then uh, I think that maybe maybe so we're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. But this is broadcast on a Thursday, Mm -hmm. so when you think about it, we're talking to people in the future.
0: We are. I mean, we've discussed this in the past, but we are essentially time travelers. They have no reason to think that we're not time travelers. No, yeah. They don't know that. To prove that we're not. They they simply cannot. And uh, I like traveling through space and time. I like speaking to uh, an audience of people who... Know things that I don't yeah. Just because they've existed Into the future It's refreshing Sure It's refreshing I hope that they are uh, I hope that the future Is a bright one tomorrow It will be Okay Good You know that Because we're talking travelers. Oh well right besides that Yeah Sure um, I honestly don't Think I had a third piece Of purple we're... stuff We're a little light On the news front Because it's derby week Because it's derby And like <sighs> There's not much to go by it kind of just shuts down, like the city just shuts down. Right. It sucks all the oxygen out. All right. Let's uh, let's move on now to uh,
1: oh my gosh the interview. Oh yeah. All so right. our our guest tonight. We decided we we talked about it earlier. So Evan and I started the first podcast was just us. It was just us. It was and very suddenly, low. Every podcast up until this one has been guest, guest, guest. And we've had these amazing guests. I mean, Lance, Paca. I mean, like, the list goes on. Aaron Johnson. Parent, Scouse. Alexi Alexis. Alexis. Yeah, I mean. It's been it, great. It's been insane. The people Andrew that, Oost was a delight. Yeah, the people that we have gotten is, frankly, impressive to us. Absolutely. And so we thought, A, because we just couldn't get anybody to start started week. And B... <laughs> let's get back to our roots. let's let's really take a minute and we so our guest tonight he's never been a guest ever ever he's never been interviewed I've never been welcomed anywhere he well <laughs> and who can blame people really not me um, is our own Evan Gobel Floyd hi hello welcome to the show Evan yes you all heard right my middle name is Gobel Gobel
0: yeah it's my father's name. Is that and his uh, father is that Irish, before him?
1: Scottish, Scottish?
0: No, it's uh, it's. Uh, Swahili. No, it's it's a family name. It goes back. It's also, uh, it's a German a little. Uh,
1: Goebel. It's, it's just a family name. That's such
0: my f- mom loves me, or I would have been Gobel William Floyd Ooh. the fourth. Man,
1: dude, you should have yeah. requested the fourth though.
0: I, I, I was a baby. I didn't really. I wasn't really in the requesting can, mode I yet. I feel like you can retroactively
1: request sure. something. Evan Goble Floyd. That's me. Evan Goble Floyd. Yeah. It makes me think of of a pub on a cold winter night and somebody spinning yarn. Who's who's talking over there? Goble. Yeah.
0: Well. My family is a... I come from a long line of yarn spinners. Drinking mead. I I would like a honey mead if you've got one. I on I don't offer. have any mead. That is strange. You've got everything else. I
1: don't have any mead. It's okay. All right. So, you know, we're, we're going to do... You're our guest, man. I'm, this is I'm, it. I'm ready, ready to answer I've some questions. I've got questions written down. Okay. Okay. We may go... We may stick to it. may go off. I don't know. I'm that's a, that's
0: up, this up to you. Is, this is how we you're go. running this show. I'm just your guest.
1: So... What got you into
0: soccer? I don't think it's unusual. I, uh, when I was five or six years old, probably maybe four. Yeah. Um, I really liked sports and uh, Boy, yeah. I liked, you know, playing. And so uh, my parents put me into youth soccer. Uh-huh. Uh, it turned out I was pretty good. And by pretty good, I mean in comparison to other four, five, and six-year-olds. And uh, I I enjoyed it, and so I stuck with it. And so I played youth soccer all the way up through high school, uh, organized soccer all the way up through high school. And uh, once I got to high school, then I found out that I really wasn't athletic enough to to make a difference and that my talents lay elsewhere. And so the chess team, the debate team, and the academic quiz team were happy to have (laughs) me.
1: But, you did uh, great at those. Though, I dude. was
0: I was pretty good at them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I had to give up. Uh, had to give up the soccer dreams. But I played up until my freshman year of high school. I, I had a great time. I played behind. I was a goalkeeper, and I played behind a guy who went on to set every Ohio State record for high school goalkeeping. A uh, guy who then went on to be the national champion at Maryland University. So I never really had much of a shot no. at seeing any playing time. No, no, no,
1: no. You basically just watched this other awesome person. I watched a guy who was
0: much more talented than me. Uh, congratulations, Craig Salvati. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever
1: fight
0: him? I never did. That would have gone poorly for me. You uh, don't know that.
1: That might have been his only thing. I, I didn't
0: really hit 5'10 until I was about... Seventeen.
1: Yeah, that means he was is when we were freshmen
0: in high school. He was six two. It would have gone poorly for Damn, me. All. He's also, you know, a professional athlete, so oh, the difference wow. is different. Yeah, but no, I, I played soccer. I loved playing it. I was sad to give it up, right. and uh, so I just stayed a fan after I yeah. was done.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a numbers guy too.
0: I am. I am. I like uh, I like statistics. Yeah. I like studying the history of yeah. uh, sports and activities, yeah. and so. Uh, delved into the uh, the minutia of what makes soccer uh, good. So yeah, <laughs> what makes it? What makes teams good? What made players great? Right. Uh, the great moments, all that jazz. And yeah. so, I'm not the student of soccer that I am of some other sports, to be honest yeah. with you. But uh, I'm uh, a fan, and I uh, spent a lot of time. Learning as much as I can about it, and even more so recently since the LCFC came around and since we started the podcast and all that. So I've tried to tried to educate myself.
1: Well, in the process, you you've educated me. So well, I think that that's Which the way is the difficult. world works.
0: I guess the wor- way the wor- I think that's the way the world works, man. Yeah. One person learns and then shares that learning we'll with the world. Teach man to fish. Exactly. exactly, and you've taught me things. So oh.
1: like Gorilla stuff. Gorilla fake gorilla stuff. Right. <laughs> um so you were from Indiana. Now when we first met, you were living in Cincinnati. Yeah. In Cincinnati.
0: My dad was in radiology yeah. and moved us around quite a bit. Yeah, but uh, you were
1: from Indiana.
0: I was born in Indiana I was born in Evansville, Indiana. Uh, moved to I lived in St. Louis, Missouri, Iowa City, Iowa, yeah. Indianapolis, Indiana, and Cincinnati, Ohio, mostly before I was an adult.
1: Okay, so. outside of Louisville, which of those is your favorite?
0: My favorite town by, of those by far is St. Louis. I'm a I love the city of St. Louis. It's yeah, a great it's a great, a great place to yeah. live. We actually lived in St. Charles, which is right outside, and mm-hmm. it's got a beautiful old river walk. And I was too young to know how much I loved it then. I was a right. kid, kid. But uh, the time I've spent there since, it's my favorite of the cities. Right. And my least favorite by far is Cincinnati, which is also where I spent the majority of my life. But I'm, I was never a big fan of that town. I, right. was, I was always happy to leave it. <laughs> right. and, uh, so, uh, But Indianapolis was also a great town to live in. So yeah. I, And my sister still lives there.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. We'll be nice going up Sarah. to stay
0: with her on Friday night before the game. Hi, Sarah. For James, you bet. James, does James still have long hair? He does have long hair. He needs to rock that long. He hair. does, he man. Looks good. It's it's a sharp look for him. It is a sharp look for him. James Childs, way to go. Grow, <laughs> that, grow that hair out, buddy.
1: Well, so what? Being from Indiana and then like living in all these different mm-hmm. places, like what is it that makes Louisville City your team? Because sure. you could pick from
0: yeah. Well, that was one of the things is. Uh, this is one of those uh, mutual appreciation society things. I never would have lived in Louisville if I hadn't met you. Right. Uh, we were roommates in college yeah. for the uninitiated, and uh, we uh, forged such a good friendship that I came to visit you in Louisville quite a bit after you had left uh, the western Kentucky where we met. Yeah. And so I spent so much time in Louisville, I always really liked the town. And by virtue of me spending so much time in the town, I did eventually meet the woman who would become my gorgeous wife. Right. And that was lucky for me because she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we decided to make a real go at it, I moved to Louisville, which is a place I'd always wanted to live anyway. So I got to move to a city that I loved to be with a woman that I loved and be around a friend of mine that I loved. So, I mean, it was a, it was a win-win. And everywhere... My entire life, I've always had my teams picked right. by my location. I lived in St. Louis when the Cardinals were great and in the running Redbirds age, and so I was a Cardinals fan, yes. and my family were Cardinals fans, That's and cool. we lived, and the, they didn't have a football team at the time, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Iowa City, and Iowa City loved their college football, and so I became a giant college football Iowa Hawkeyes fan. And then we moved to Indianapolis, Indiana, and oh my gosh, they have the Pacers and the Colts. This right. is awesome. And so I had a bas- and the Hoosiers in basketball. And so I picked three of my teams from living in Indiana, and it was great. Right. And then I moved to Cincinnati, and I was full. I didn't have any new teams for you, Cincinnati. No new teams. Uh, but no, And I never had really picked a soccer team. I am nominally a supporter of Arsenal. Uh, in England, but uh, that is purely because when I got into international soccer, they were the best team. I don't have a good reason for it. They were just, it was the Invincibles. So I was watching them when Thierry Henry and Bergkamp were incredible. Right. And uh, so that was who I rooted for. Right. And uh, I've stuck with that nominally. I, I, I watched the Premier League uh, a bit, mm-hmm. uh, more than your average person. I watched, you know, two or three games a week during the season. So that's more than many. Uh, But I I don't love, love Arsenal. It's just sort of the team that I adopted. It was great for me, though, to have a city to move to that I loved. And that a sport that I loved started a team here when I didn't already have a soccer team. Right. And so the team formed after I moved, and my wife bought us season tickets without even asking. She was just like, there's a soccer team. Evan loves Louisville. Evan loves soccer. This will be his team. We're in. She bought a season ticket and she was completely right. It's yeah. so great to have a team that I get to watch from nothing. Yeah. It's so great to have a team in a town that I have that has adopted me and that I have adopted. And it's it's really special to it's an extra way for me to feel connected to this town that has meant so much to my adult life. That's the long answer. God, that was a good answer. Thanks, man. You're very well spoken. Well, I mean, it really depends on the ear of the beholder. It's good that you didn't
1: stick with soccer. You're <laughs> it's very well spoken.
0: <laughs> Which is extremely helpful in inventory management. <laughs> extremely helpful in inventory management.
1: So if if you know if your life had gone completely different mm-hmm. and it turned out that you were really good at soccer. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. And you were better than what was his name?
0: Craig Silvati. Seriously, Craig great Solvati. player. I'm pretty sure he's a coach. If somehow this reaches him, Craig, you were an inspiration to watch. It's not.
1: It's not going to reach him. <laughs> Probably not. It's though. not going to reach him. No. Okay, so if you had turned out to be better than Craig. Sure. Okay, and you kept going. Sure. Right. Um, realistically, what position? You would say keeper? Well,
0: I think that if I had been the right size to be a keeper, I had the right instincts for it. I wasn't a bad keeper. I mean, that's important. I wanna, I don't want to denigrate myself too much. I was a good player for what I did, right. uh, and I was a good keeper. But my size was not ideal. I'm I, I, because I grew so late. I never really had a chance to play as a full-sized adult, well, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was in shape. <laughs> but uh, I, I would. I loved being a keeper. Uh, the sexy thing is to score goals though, man. Yeah. It's just that's uh, chicks dig the long ball and yeah. chicks dig goal scores. But
1: see I feel like I feel like the keeper is like the drummer of a band.
0: I agree. I agree. But the drummer, while they set the tone yeah. and they, you know, really hold the band together, yeah. Everybody loves a front well, man. That's true. Everybody loves a frontman. Yeah. You can say what you want about Mick Fleetwood, in the end people wanted Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. Come on. So, no, I mean uh, I would have I would have loved to have been a goal scorer. Uh, in my adult life I played I've played in several rec leagues, which is I don't recommend because i I'm, I'm in horrendously bad shape. Like embarrassingly bad shape. Oh, man. But uh, for the 2 minutes that I'm deadly I've shown a little bit of a knack for goal scoring, which has been new for me. I never played there when I was a kid. So, I mean, it's just you have to run less in indoor soccer if you're a striker because you can pretty much just wait up by the end line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, no, goal scoring, man, that's what I would have loved to have been. A striker, something like that. Okay. Yeah.
1: That was actually my two questions put together. There you go. Like, the realistic and then what you would prefer. So now,
0: I don't want to jump in here and be wrong, but I understand that we have officially retired We did the old retire question. retired the question. So, I believe everybody knew my answer to that question oh, wow. was that I would have fought the anaconda and not the gorilla, but that's all in the past now. The past, we it's retired. retired. And so my also understanding is that I will get to answer the first Yeah. the first
1: this question. is a new question. This, this is, is right. the new one, yep. and this is a thinker. It's not a. It's not an either or. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Here's the the new question, the inaugural new question, the first asking. This is it. If you were to pick a movie mm-hmm. from the last two decades, the last two decades, I got you. Okay. That is a perfect metaphor for Louisville City's championship season. Perfect. <laughs> Wow. What would it be? That is deep. It is deep. I mean, I have
0: an obvious and immediate answer, and so it's not a tough question, but it's an interesting one. The answer is obviously Snow Dogs 2. (laughs) I mean, it's clearly Snow Dogs 2. (laughs) That was, was the. Was were uh, still in that one? I don't know. God. I, I don't you know. know. I, 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 never saw Snow Dogs too. I'm sorry. That's okay. not. That's not my real answer. But uh, no, I'm gonna go with. How about? I got it. Okay. Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe. Really? Yes. Here's my reasoning. I'm it's gonna, gonna give world, it. I apologize. Here's my my reasoning. You've got a hero that has a clear goal. Right. He wants Ramona. Yeah. From the very beginning, there's no question. Scott wants Ramona. That's the goal. From the beginning of our season, we wanted to win a championship. We'd gotten so close and hadn't gotten it. That's what we wanted more than anything else. Mm -hmm. You face... Constant adversity And former champions Mm -hmm. Just like he faced Constant adversity And former Boyfriends and girlfriends Right You have to defeat All of them En route to your goal Right There's a big bad At the end It's not Jason Schwartzman But it's the Western Conference
1: Right
0: And then You reign supreme At the end Okay I'm taking Scott Pilgrim vs. the universe It's a classic hero arc Okay that's where I'm going with. Right. I think that this question lends itself to a lot of answers.
1: I'm proud of this question, frankly.
0: And I'll be interested to see if people go deeper than the clear hero arc. Then uh, you've got the goal to win, oh, you face yeah. challenges, and then you win. Because there are a lot of movies that tell that story. I'll be interested to hear which ones of those movies they pick. Yeah, and then also if somebody can go deeper than that and come up with a better
1: answer. I don't know why, but I feel like at some point we're gonna get a uh, There Will Be Blood. Okay, okay. I, I briefly considered Snatch. I can see Snatch.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that. Snatch. I can easily see lots of. Twists and turns. Yeah. we don't want to steal answers from the future uh from no, the future no, no, interviewees. No.
1: Well, Movies from the last two decades. Lots of
0: I wanna I wanna encourage anybody who might ever be on the show to start thinking about your answer yeah, now. Because the deeper you can go with your answer, the better off we'll be.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. Interview completed, correct? You don't have any other questions for me? No. You're gonna ask me what that is? No. Okay. No. That's gotta be saved, man. That's fair. That'll come for episode twenty when I'm interviewing you again. My
1: answer would surprise
0: you. I I I look forward to hearing it, but now is not the time, Andy. No, I understand. This was a little bit about me, and you got to let it be about me. I get it.
1: I'm sorry. All right,
0: banter. Amusingly, we've been doing an interview, so we've basically been bantering all. Yeah. But uh, it's been interviewing each other. That's banter. But I will say that what I'd originally intended for us to talk about in banter. If you go on com and click on the blog link,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, you'll be able to see a piece I wrote earlier in the week uh, about them scheduling our Indy 11 game on Derby Day and how I think that was a big mistake and how this Derby between Indy and Louisville needs to be a tentpole for the league that they really need to be able to count on this rivalry, putting butts in seats and generating interest for a long time. Yeah. When FCC and Nashville are no longer in our league, excuse me, are no longer in our league, it's going to be important that this game matters. And uh, so while we won't banter about it, I wanted to A, give a plug for the blog, and B, uh, wrap it back up to being Derby Week and being uh, us playing Indy 11. Uh, I want to thank Andy for interviewing me.
1: Thank you for letting me interview you.
0: <laughs> I want to thank all of our listeners. I haven't thanked our sponsors in a little bit, uh, so I wanted to uh, throw a little bit of a shout-out to yeah. Millwood Tavern. If you happen to be in town and aren't going to the game, I mean, aren't going to the derby, or a derby party that starts before noon, make your way out to Millwood Tavern. Catch watch the, the game. game over there. They'll put it on for you, perfect place I to imagine. Watch uh, also, right now is the time to get your uh, landscaping done. Give uh, Matt Sloan over at Groundworks a call. For uh, some really good uh, landscape it is management. This literally the perfect time. This is when you want to have that stuff done. Yeah. And uh, I know that his uh, bookings fill up quick this time of year, so yeah. you uh, want to get over there. Well, oh, because he's so good at. It. Also, uh, throw out some love to uh, Kinder Hearts and uh, also to Benchmark Mortgage. So, yeah. thank you to all of our sponsors and uh, thanks, Andy. And I really want to thank Alexi Lawless for coming on the dang. He no, didn't. He didn't the show. He didn't. What if
1: he? What if this makes his way to him? He gets pissed calls us he's like i want to be on the
0: show well he, he don't you know think alexi he, lawless has he, a british accent i don't know if he talks i don't know how
1: he talks like he can talk completely different <laughs>
0: so, uh, this is officially demonstrating for our fan base our immense fan base andy's knowledge of uh of uh, national soccer punditry but uh no alexi lawless is an american and with an, an accent, american though. accent and uh he's uh but I do hope that this makes its way to him, and he, he can might try to have show. Been
1: fancy and was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I could gonna picture him doing that with Bruce Jackson.
0: I could picture him doing that.
1: All right. Um, yeah.
0: So that's it. That's it. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, enjoyed episode ten,
1: and uh, go city, man. Go city.